0: Believe you've done this to me. I'm Tabitha Tatro, and I'm Lauren Learman, and welcome back to the Performance Anxiety Podcast where. I was going to say everything's made up and the points don't matter, but I don't want to get sued. <laughs> right.
1: You could just say it's a it's a cuter existential crisis.
0: You know what? I like that. <laughs> I really do. Our guest for this episode is honestly not that
2: special. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to argue.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh. He is somebody that is honestly, genuinely, super close to both Laura and I's heart. He has been both on the stage and off the stage as a director and actor. Some highlights include playing Harry in Mamma Mia, uh, Mr. Potter. That's his the name. Life. I almost said uh, I almost said Daddy Warbucks because we took the picture. <laughs> it's on my social media pages. He's the daddy to my Mister. The daddy. The daddy Warbucks to my Annie. Brett Jensen is on the podcast today. <laughs>
2: Hey, (laughs) with that.
0: Oh, wow. It's quite the interaction. He's just like, I was expecting a little more. I've done so much.
2: Well, I feel like I'm on one of those NPR, you know, where we talk about gardening. And
0: (laughs) and sweaty balls. Yeah. Listen.
2: Today's episode is about trowels.
0: It's also about... uh, Silver pastor on your health. Yuffie has it, right? Yes. Brett, thanks for being on the show.
2: Yeah, well, thank you for having me. This is really cool.
0: She's getting in her cardio. Today we're talking about baby cardio.
2: Lovely. <laughs> I need to get my baby cardio workout in. It's about all I can handle.
0: Yeah, you just need to have somebody else pull up your Yeah, laptop. exactly. Andrew's <laughs> doing a
2: heck of a job there. I'm maxed.
0: <laughs> so with this, the first question that we always ask people is, what was a time that you feel was like you felt the most anxious while performing, or was it when you were directing?
2: Oh no! Um, I, I when I was in high school, I never thought I got stage fright. It's like God, oh, I don't get stage fright. i i don't, I'm, I, I don't get stage fright at all. Um, but then um, I was playing Max in The Sound of Music, and um, if I could back up a little bit, Oscar Fairchild. Um, uh, Betsy Damon was the director and she she just resurrected our theater department and um, in the gym she built this thrust stage out you know to a third of the gym and so it was really cool and um, I was playing Max and I'm out on the thrust which was about the free throw line and so there's people all up next to you and people right in front of you and and I got out and I had to pick up a saucer and a teacup and I picked up the saucer and the teacup and it started shaking and rattling and I'm like okay, I'm going to grab the cup now and I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, And so I was like, wow, that's like, I never would have thought that that would have happened because of, you know. But, you know, that's where you typically see that anxiety come out is in the hands, right? Yeah. I mean, and so I think even now, I think if I went out and had to hold a teacup and a saucer, they'd probably still shake. I don't know.
0: Just from like PTSD. Yeah, maybe.
2: (laughs) I don't know. But um, that was the first time I was like, wow, it you know, you might not think you're nervous or anxious, but you've got that little bit yeah. there, even if you've been doing it for a while.
0: So how did you get through it? Like when you
2: like I said, stage? I just held the teacup and the saucer apart, so they didn't touch each other, and I was fine. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't debilitating, and I didn't feel before going on stage that, oh my God, I'm so scared, I don't want to do this. But I got there, and I was just like, <sighs> this so is just the weirdest.
0: One of the, if you don't mind me. Uh, putting it out there there was a show that i had seen you in it was one of the first times that we had met not like officially but like i was like oh this is brett um when there was that show where everybody got the flu
2: oh caught in the net yes oh yeah 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 that was one of my favorite tick ups of all time really yeah it's become part of you know bob carr's lore now. <laughs> um yeah it was a it, the show was just a cluster it was just uh, um but um, we'll get more into that, but the end of the first act, there are two chairs, and I'm supposed to like panic and and drop over one of them, and behind that chair there's a snorkel and a mask, and I'm supposed to put it on and then uh, you know disguise myself as as Act One ends, and so I uh, I, I do it and I go over the wrong chair, oh. I look over and I'm like, oh crap, there's no mask and there's no snorkel, I'm on the wrong chair, and so I'm like, oh, you yeah. know how do I get out of this one? And, and uh, I just decide to pretend, like do the Scooby-Doo sleepwalk over to the other chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I roll over that chair. And it's the end of the first act and I'm in the green room at the Grand and, and Bob Cark starts coming down the hall. I have never been chewed out by somebody laughing so hard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, what the f- was that? Oh my God. It was... Uh, yeah, that show was, um, man, we had the flu go through. We had like two weeks of winter vortex. Um, And, you know, I think one of the things that helps, especially, you know, anytime things like that happen is is that level of trust, Mm -hmm. you know, and we had a a crew, uh, a cast that just kept plugging through everything, you know, replace an actor. Okay, no problem. We'll do some extra rehearsals. We'll make it happen. Uh, Okay. Another actor's down. We're going to have Frank go up with the script. Okay. No problem. We'll do extra rehearsals. We'll drag them around. We'll make it happen. You know, as long as you have that committed cast, you can do anything. Yeah. Nobody ever said, you know, I said, all it took was one person to say, no, I don't want to do it. And the show would have stopped. Wow. Yeah.
0: Dang. So having that on, um, having that support system kind of like we talked to other episodes too, of like having those people there to be like, no, we're going to get through this. Yeah. We're going to be able to do this together can yep. really help with that anxiety.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you have that level of trust. You know, and, and you need that on stage that you trust each other and you've worked with each other and you've rehearsed with each other and you understand if something goes wrong. Somebody's gonna be there to cover for you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Maybe. I mean ninety percent of the time. But if you got a good yeah. <laughs> um so really anxiety on stage isn't nearly as bad as, as backstage.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually on my uh, my, my next question kinda of going off of that is what is the difference between that like being on stage anxiety versus like off stage anxiety?
2: Off stage, I think is to me is just sheer terror. I mean, it's um, you don't have that level of trust. You know, you're just kind of exposed by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you miss a light cue and you do a blackout early, you know, this whole cast that's been working so hard for so long has just had their show. You know, diminished because you screwed up. Yeah. Um, and and you don't have that that between the cast and the crew. There, you know, it's it's always a little bit of backstage. You know, front stage, mm-hmm. um, and so you're you really you're really trying to put on the best for them. But um, the most terrified I've ever been on a show was doing a set change. We were doing um, Guys and Dolls in Osseo, and, and the the um, hot box sign was a, a four by eight piece of plywood on two by four stilts, and around the plywood were these old fashioned light sockets with the old style lights regular like household lights and we had to carry it out between uh this the the wall and the border that was about two feet and if that sign hit the border all of the lights were just going to explode (laughs) and so we had to carry it out top heavy put it in this little slot you know we put glow tape there so you should see it like Uh, and it was just every night was just terrifying Absolutely terrifying.
0: How did you guys get through it? Was it more of like just depending on being like we're gonna we we've got this, or was it more of that we just have to do
2: it? You just have to do it. Yeah. No, we never had it. I mean, it was hard. It was, you know, nobody. It was anything you could rehearse. I was like, okay, well, we just got to make sure it doesn't hit that and explode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't that isn't that great for anything? Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> true. We try not no. to
2: make things explode and ruin the scene. You knew that um, with
0: like a baby, right? Like just don't hit the head and it's fine. Yeah, if he oh, hits no, the I was right saying, way, don't let it explode because yeah. that's a thing.
2: No, it's a thing. I don't know if you've discovered it yet, but <laughs> oh, it goes, we have discovered yeah, it all the way up the back. Uh-huh.
1: Daycare the other day, up the back and the front.
2: Mm.
1: I was glad it was daycare and not me. Oh,
0: it's Escrement. <laughs> yep. I, uh baby, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen a child. I don't know what they are. <laughs> <Lucky> Overrated. <you. laughs> yeah. I know. Just kidding, Yuffie, I love you. Yuffie's, Yuffie's looking at me like, bitch. Well, I'm man. right here. I'm right here. Yuvi, if you're listening to this when you, you know, have more motor skills, um, just send, just send me your therapy bill. Listen, I get it. I already traumatized you with cats. Just, just pile it on. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, fine. and um, you know, a very similar thing happened with Legally Blonde. I was helping Sarah with with sound. Really? And um, you know, about the uh, middle of the second act, or no, it was in the first act. She's like, "There's a microphone that's scratchy. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run yeah. down during this scene and and change out something, change out the lead." I'm like, "Okay," you know. And the first thing, if you're out, you know, even close to the soundboard, you start hearing little that's 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 feedback oh my god there's feedback coming you know and you're just terrified for the entire time she's not there it's like you hear feedback and you're like coming into your ears and you're just like
0: so how did you get like past it were you like okay i just have to like get rid of it or did
2: you luckily you know sarah came back but that's something you just (laughs) have to deal with i mean that i mean that's there's you, you hopefully, you have you hope you have everything set up so it doesn't happen. When it does happen, you just have to be ready and, you know, kill the volume. But, I mean, it's, it's anxious all the time. I'm anxious all the time when I'm on the soundboard. It's just like you hear things coming out of the walls. It's horrible. Well, yeah. well that like whole said, show
1: gave me anxiety, too, with the soundboard. Because we had side stage singing. Yeah. And I remember there was one time I was out on stage. So i couldn't do anything you played vivian right i played vivian so i was out on stage it was beginning of act two um we're watching brooke Wyndham do whipped into shape and there's a lot of side stage singing and i hear creaky stairs because the microphones were in the stairs and all i know is okay they can't turn the microphones down because people are gonna be singing soon but also like who the heck is on the stairs right now and do they have a death wish <laughs> Like, I can't do anything right now. I can't break character. Good thing my character needs to look pissed off yeah. all the time.
2: You did a great job with your resting bitch face in that <laughs> thank show. You, I mean, thank you.
1: Thank you. Know how what, long what,
2: did it take to you rehearse that? Minutes?
1: It, it, <laughs> took, it was like a split second change. And the funniest thing is when I was talking to <laughs> Mike and Michelle and Amber, they asked me if I would be able to play a mean character because I'm so nice. Wow.
2: Uh-huh. Mm.
1: Like, uh, clearly you have not spent enough time
0: around me. I was yeah. going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, when we first started really working together, when we did Oklahoma, I'm just saying, I uh, I knew. So we, I know that I kind of touched on this question already with like you had already said that being back st- off stage is way more anxious than being on stage. But how would you compare that to directing? Because you're not mm-hmm. on the stage, but you kind of just have to like Put all your faith in these people that you've been trying. To
2: you teach. know, lucky me. So far, my one on-stage um, show that I was directing didn't happen because of COVID. We got canceled two weeks before the show. Mm. The other two that I've directed um, have been virtual and streamed. So I don't know. I mean, I'm waiting to see what it's going to be like. We'll be doing a show at Oscar Fairchild this spring, um, and I, 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 you know, what can you do? Yeah. I'm hoping it's like that. Like, it is what it is. You know, you work for so many hours, you get it up. Maybe, maybe other directors would could tell you better than I could.
0: Well, I mean, we worked. Um, for the record, for this, for a performance anxiety piece, uh, Brett directed me for. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, we we did a virtual piece. Yeah, for the piece line goes on. Day yeah. Day a play, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so how did that feel compared to like being on stage, like even in a virtual setting?
2: Well, that was, you know, that you don't have any anxiety when you have a cast like that. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You sure? Yeah, no, you just, um, yeah, when you, when you have people that you trust and are talented and could take direction and, and do what you say. And, but, you know, I, th- I think the one, maybe not anxious, but you're always, after the show, you're always like, oh, I wish I would have done that different. I wish I would have done that different. I learned, you know, this. the second show I did was I did a lot more editing on and um, some more green screen work. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, I would have totally done that show differently now.
0: Which but, I mean, I think is just a common.
2: Yeah, everybody does that. Every you're saying every performance too. You're like, oh man, thinking back now, I would have done it this way or.
0: Like I would have put a green screen on behind me, not just be my office. And...
2: Yeah, yeah, and done. Yeah, it's just there were a lot more stuff that we could have done, um, but I learned a lot about editing and and you know effects and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and honestly. But that was also one of my first times, like being in a production that was virtual too, and just like, and again, I'm tooting you know, like the horn here, but like the level of professionalism, you even like put in the effort that you put for something that was even virtual, and like just like a side project for this nonprofit, like community theater run by people that you knew, really like meant a lot to me as somebody who's like part of this nonprofit, and like seeing the effort that you were like, no, I'm gonna put my whole like, foot into this. I'm going to, like, edit this. I'm going to make sure that I do my best. And it legitimately meant a lot to
2: Well, me. thank you very much. I mean, you have to. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, you know. It, with any any theater production especially, I mean, if you're not committed, if you're not 100%, why, why even show up? Yeah. You know.
0: Well, wasn't, um we were all three together in Mamma Mia right yeah. before the yeah. pandemic. Yes.
2: That and was a fun show. That was a fun
0: show. Yeah. It was a lot of work. It was. Yep. And we're not just saying that because Katie's listening.
2: Probably. Hi Katie.
1: <laughs> that I I had never realized, like I had seen that show uh, when it came to Milwaukee and I had not realized how much heavy lifting that ensemble does. Yeah. I do. And then I got cast in the ensemble and I looked at my script and I went, Oh
2: fuck. <laughs> I was lucky enough that I decided I wasn't gonna learn any of the chorus numbers. And so <laughs> Well, you had
1: that luxury. You were not well, in the chorus. I
2: again, maybe I maybe I didn't give 100% in that show because I probably should have been backstage um with the microphone singing the chorus parts, but I'm a baritone and that entire show is tenor.
0: Well, that yeah. and also you had so much to do.
2: Oh, not really. I mean, let's be honest. I could have done it. I just didn't want to. Well,
0: but, but that's,
2: that's fair. That's, that's very fair. It's yes. not fair. It was, a, it was a letdown. I feel bad about it. But, you yeah, know, sorry, sorry, Keith. Keith's listening too, probably. Keith, um, Keith would um, have just
1: yelled at you for singing down the octaves. I know. I help. couldn't
2: do that. And I
1: said
2: what I said,
0: Keith. Like yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oof. Oof, I'm tagging Keith. In On the side. next
2: podcast, our guest will be you, Keith Lourish, and him and Lauren will be having a discussion
1: I teach middle school. I have to be okay with octaves. I know some people are not.
2: Oh no! But I, I have to I wanted, tell my
1: boys, you can sing down the octaves. Yeah, I
2: wanted, wanted to song. sing um, that one song in octave lower, and he wouldn't let me. I'm
0: like, oh, it's so high. Well, you had to um, when you you played Harry in Mamma Mia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which had the British accent. Mm-hmm. If you 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 you, do you ever do that on stage before, or was that your
2: yeah? Cotton the net was was British.
0: That's right. The cursed show.
2: Yes, the cursed show. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. how I like to call it.
2: That was a little lower end British accent, not quite as high. The BBC.
0: You know, Did you
2: have to play guitar too? No, I faked that too. <laughs> um, I had every intention of learning an E chord and at least starting out with it. And, you know, um, I, I didn't even bother faking it and nobody said anything. And so I just grabbed the guitar and held it. And I figured if, if they want me to fake strumming it, I'll fake strum it, but... Um, Sometimes
1: it's better to just do that. Yeah. You know, like, just to not even pretend like you're doing it, because I can tell you, I am re-watching Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon Prime, because I just need, like, a comfort show. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's kind of fun. And all of the shitty, fake playing of every instrument, and singing, fake singing, like...
2: That's why you like oh, a movie like that thing you do. It
1: Drives me nuts. Where
2: they're actually playing the guitars and the I drums, and loved. You, that's that one of my movie. favorite all-time movies. Yeah, it's just there's there's no faking it. Anymore. I
0: love that thing you do. I, I haven't seen it.
2: Oh my god. I'm
1: sorry. Get her. Get her. Sorry. Get her. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. When up. I said
0: I didn't, I hadn't seen Cabaret. People were nice to me, and now I'm getting yelled. At. Uh,
2: yeah, no. No, no that thing you do is is brilliant.
0: On uh. So you had mentioned there's a spring show happening in Osseo in spring. Yep. The spring of the spring show in the springtime in Osseo. Oh, that's happening. In we're spring. hoping.
2: Good Lord, <laughs> I hope we,
0: time for Osseo.
2: Oh, God, I'm hoping we get a, a show he in. You know, it's awesome. just... These kids have gone through so much. Yeah. You know, they lost... Uh, we were doing Little Women, the Broadway musical that got canceled two weeks before. And it still is... Uh, you know, I still can't think about it without... Um, yeah, that loss, and they're just they've just lost so much. I just want them to have a freaking show, yeah, get it on stage. Oh,
0: do you know if you're allowed to say? I don't know if you are, Are uh, we don't know when this episode's going to go up to be completely honest. Uh, do you know what show you are doing? Or? No,
2: I can't. MTI, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's going on with MTI right now, they're down, they're not accepting licenses, and oh. um, they've got some internet difficulties, but. Um, and I've got to figure out how many kids I have interested. Because uh, I don't want to do, hey, we're going to do a big Broadway musical and then get ten kids.
0: Listen, kids. Kids at Osseo. Get on there. Fair
2: Fairchild High School. Do and I'm going to musical. In, I'm going to include uh, community members, too, hopefully, with the show I'm thinking about doing that I can't say.
0: I have already so. performed, that'll be my anxiety story, when we eventually do an episode with just Lauren and I, of when I was... I had to perform in my 20s with high schoolers because one of my kids had trouble <laughs> oh, when I was God. directing.
2: Jake Lindgren did that in Oscar Fairchild in like 1999 or 2000. He had to step in and and perform in his. I yeah.
0: did. Boy. But help. you know,
2: we did the community was involved in those musicals, so it wasn't as awkward as it probably was for you. <laughs>
0: Listen. Yes, it was extremely awkward and
2: what was that anxiety like?
0: Uh, well, now that we're turning the podcast around, um, it was terrible. It was a nightmare. And I'm pretty sure most of those kids hate me. And all I have to say is fair. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fair.
2: Can you use that for anybody that hates you? Can you be like, yeah, I hate that Brett guy. Honestly, that guy. at least
0: they didn't fair. call you
1: a
2: pretty thigh in
0: a garbage can to your face. So Not to my face. <laughs> Behind my back. They weren't as subtle as I thought they were. Let me tell you. Look, I get it. Like we all tried our best in that. Well,
2: situation. you know, and <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I'm getting older, and you don't realize age. you never yeah, age. Outrageous. Of course not. Neither of you to age, but you get to that point where you like you don't think that you're old. I don't. I mean, I look in the mirror and I'm like, who the fuck is that guy looking at me? I don't remember seeing him ever in my life, and so. When you're interacting with kids and you're like, hey, where's, where's the beer party Friday night? They're like, what? Huh? You're ancient. And even when you're like, when you're 22, they think you're like 40.
0: That's true. And you're just like, okay. Yeah.
2: No, I, I feel I,
0: that. See, I've been 690 for the last like 12,000 years. So yeah. Usually those It's the immortality. Kids, yeah. It's nice. It is. Uh, usually you just do the hocus pocus, take their youth from them. <laughs> i I'm telling you.
2: Which I'm going to get on that. I just that.
0: appropriate youth culture to appear hip.
2: That's what I try to do too. But my daughter says I fail miserably.
1: Well, did you do the ice in my veins? Sheesh.
2: Oh, yeah. But I did it. I do it wrong. I think I do sheesh. And it's supposed to be sheesh. It's supposed to be
1: high-pitched. It's supposed to be sheesh.
2: Is it a sheesh though? Yeah I, don't know. yeah. I do it wrong. I know that. And she gets embarrassed by me. I also, I also like to dab, which is not a thing anymore. Listen, um, hey,
1: I still dab. I, my fourth graders dab, so it is still a thing.
2: Is it? Well, they're fourth graders, all. <laughs> so okay. My my daughter tech and so you know she's got the little skateboard thing. And I'm like, are you 12 years old?
1: <laughs> hey, I that's her. like when kids bottle flip in my room too. I'm like, oh, oh that's still a thing I didn't too. know it was 2016 again.
2: Yeah, no kidding. I'm glad that she all <laughs> you grew can that call
0: out. them old. Yep. Yeah. Listen, I'm just saying that y'all two are gonna show your age when this comes out, and they're gonna yeah, it'll be like, probably be oh, you man. know
2: 2025
0: 20, <laughs> when Lauren gets video. done editing us. Absolutely. Listen, so you've got that coming up. Is there yep. any other projects that you're no? Going
2: to um, I'm kind of you know I gotta kind of put everything on hold until that's over, and um, no, but you know if anybody has anything out there that I think would be good in, you know.
0: Brett. We really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for Well, thank you for having yeah. me. Thanks. This is a good talk. Me.
2: I hope it was everything that you wanted and it was, more. It, it was,
0: was, was way more. Way more. <laughs> what? <laughs> the
2: only you thing know, know was... how
0: we talked about how they were, me- that they didn't think you could be mean? Here we are again. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hmm. She's really gotten that resting You're not bitch trying
0: face. to be mean. <laughs> just, it just comes out that way. <laughs> it just.
1: My humor as meanness, and that's why people thought I was mean in high school, and I had no friends. Listen, we're just giving you, we're just dunking
0: on you.
2: Anyway. That's a whole nother podcast.
0: Yes. Why I was. Why mean?
2: did Lauren have no friends?
0: Still also, don't. Still don't. Join here. <laughs> No offense to MLMers, they're gonna come for us now.
1: Oh god, it's fine. We can we can deal with the Huns. It's fine. It's true, especially because Yuffie's just
0: over it. I know. Well, on that note, as according to Yuffie, I'm Tabitha Tetro. and I'm Lauren Lehman. And my God, Yuffie, I get it. I get it, man. I get it.
2: She's working it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Performance Anxiety Podcast is brought to you
1: by Performance Anxiety Inc. For more information about our mission, upcoming projects, and how to get involved, visit us at the link in the episode note.